0: The following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker, June Hunt. Jen, you've been talking about the topic of anxiety because uh, that is exactly what you'll be talking about coming up this Sunday at 5.30 Uh Central Time. That's at uh, First Baptist Dallas. And if people would like to do that, to attend that, they can do it. And uh, if they can attend by Zoom as well, it's 5.30 Central Time through 7 o'clock. And then if you want to find the details uh, to to uh, be at that or to attend by Zoom, you can go to hopefortheheart.org events. This week's topic is anxiety, and you've been talking about that uh, some this week. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that I wonder about is, um, even having had one before, at least one, that uh, there's this idea of a, an, an anxiety attack or some, mm-hmm. say, a panic attack, and would understand that language. But, you know, I just have to believe that the, the way that God made our bodies, that, you know, the, the sweating and the heart racing and those kinds of things, that there, mm-hmm. might, there has to be something good about that. Is that is am I right about that?
1: <laughs> you know. This is one of the things that I loved um, working on some time ago when I first was uh, dealing with this topic. The human body is marvelously made with its parts working in harmony Mm. with one another. And in the case of anxiety, or or it could even be anxiety attacks, the brain perceives the body to be in danger. There's a threat. Mm. And therefore, in need of protection... So the brain methodically sends out a signal through the rest of the body to prepare for action, be prepared, not just because you're a boy scout um, or a girl scout. Um, and, And this is important because we have to realize that there's something within us the way God made us that if we are in danger, we could deal with fight or flight, or it can be freeze. But that preparation for our physical body, the way God made us, there are these symptoms that are involved in anxiety uh, attacks or just high anxiety. It's like a personal, think about a personal uh, security system. I call it a Emergency defense system. Once activated, the body makes physiological preparations. And therefore, when your body is responding to the emergency defense system, these physical symptoms, um, while they can be uncomfortable or for some might be frightening. The reasons for these symptoms are so that the body can respond effectively and efficiently. Uh, what I'm talking about is this. Uh, when the heart, um, there, there's an increased heart rate if you perceive that you're under attack or that, that your body's in danger. Um, well, why is this pounding, rapid heartbeat well, this internal emergency defense system switches on so the heart beats faster to pump fuel, that means blood, into the large muscles so that there can be rapid movement or stronger, literally be more powerful than, than um, not having any sense of threat. Number two, there's uh, increased rapid breathing. Um, sometimes feeling like you're not able to get enough air. But the point is, the reason is to deliver more needed oxygen through the blood um, to the muscles, because that's where you're going to need power. And therefore, increased breathing forces the oxygen into the muscles. Number three, and we have a, a list of these that I, that I think are great. Why increase perspiration, like the sweaty palms and um, perspiration on the skin? Well, <clears throat> first, it can cool the body down because, in other words, the what um, what you want is the way God made us again. Um, he create the heat that uh, is created by fueling the muscles is the the sweat that causing the sweat that's produced but it's it's it enables us for the body to be cooled down and to prevent overheating. Also it can make it more difficult for an attacker to grab hold of you uh, if your body is... Uh, has a lot of moisture on there uh, and to keep holding. You can slip away more easily. Uh, Why the tingling or numbing sensations of the skin? Well, the blood tends to flow away from the skin. It is to fuel the deep muscle tissues. Uh, Why the muscle tension and tightness? Well, the muscles are tightening to prepare for the fight-or-flight response. Um, why the dizziness? Uh, there can be lightheadedness. Um, during extreme danger, blood may actually flow away from the brain to be used to fuel the large muscles. Uh, I, I, I wish I had time to do all these that I've prepared, I've doubled what, what I had earlier, and uh, who knows, I may come back and explain uh, a number of these others, but there is a reason why, if you, there, you sense there's... A...
2: Jesus said, "...the Spirit of the Lord is on me to proclaim good news to the poor and to proclaim freedom for prisoners." The Lord came to set captives free, and He calls us to do the same. Hope for the Heart has an exciting opportunity to help bring the light of God's Word into the lives of those in prison. Thanks to our generous supporters, we were recently able to send 6,000 of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to Rikers Island Prison in New York City. The prison chaplain told us the whole atmosphere changed with the inmates because light was finally coming into the darkness. The supply of resources was a direct answer to years of prayer and many inmates have given their lives to the Lord. It's a truly remarkable story of hope and it's all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope.
0: 800-644-4817. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we'd like to thank you for your prayers and continued support of this ministry. It means so much to us, and uh, we thank you for that. If you have any questions or concerns about uh, topics that come up on the program tonight, just give us a call at our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to help you access the right resources. Uh, Their number, again, 800-488-HOPE. Now, the keys for living on anxiety, as June was just uh, talking about that subject. Maybe that's interesting to you. You'll find more information there as you call customer support. The uh, keys for living are called Anxiety, Calming the Fearful Heart. And the number to call is 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. Let's get to our caller for tonight. And we have a caller listening online in Texas. We welcome tonight Lynn.
1: Well, hello, Lynn. Welcome to Hope. Hello,
4: Miss June.
1: Hi. How can we help you?
4: Well, you know, I went through a really severe abuse, you know, growing up, mm. and uh, it just it it tamed my mind to where I I think that a normal relationship is somebody abusing me, and that's not cool, you know. I I mm. um I just yes. that's what I learned growing up, and it's it's I guess kind of what I seek out, and I want to break that chain in my life because it hurts. It hurts really bad.
1: Good for you. Yeah. I mean, that, that's huge, by the way. Many people, uh, that, I mean, that what you've just said is not unusual. Um, if that was your norm in terms of the way you were treated, and I'm not talking just about the severe abuse as a child. I'm talking about the treatment Uh, that is um, with disrespect or typically what I would just say is it's typical to feel powerless and to feel there are not choices. Um, And um, it's it's vital what you just said, that you, you want to change. And I am very, very grateful to hear what you've just said. Tell me what it was like for you as a child.
4: As a child, uh, I have a lot of uh, blackout periods, um, because of the severe abuse, um, mm. I do have, I do have multiple, uh, personalities.
1: Okay, um, yes. you
4: know, the, the abuse was, um, extremely bad, like, um, getting pulled by my hair out from under bunk bed, and, uh, mm. just being, being too scared to even leave the room and go, go pee. Um, it was, it was horrid, um. Yes. It's something it's something that I would never
1: want anybody to ever go through. No. Never. Yes. Well, all the more that you are a survivor um yes. I, I you know, I say that and I want you to be yes, a survivor, but I want you to be a thriver. I I want you to move even beyond survival. And, you know, the the point is that God will take painful experiences in our lives. Not only do we have compassion for others, uh, there's a, a wonderful use for the trials that we go through. And I'm not in any way hinting or suggesting or saying that God caused what happened because he is against evil. and what you've described as little as you've said, it is against the will of God. it's against the word of God, what what happened to you. but it people are given free will and therefore they can exercise, um un, injustice and the way god set up i mean if you ever i mean have you had difficulty with why you know, why me or wh- why would god allow this
4: you know miss juna miss juna i uh because of the extreme abuse i didn't believe in uh in god most of my life and uh, mm. I went. I ended up getting a, a drug case, and I ended up going to federal prison for six years. Um, mm. I I knew mm. I couldn't do it on my own. I I broke down on my knees and asked God to help me, and um, He's been with me every step of the way. And I realized that even everything I was going through as a child, He was right there with me, mm. and, um, and and that means a lot to me because I just. Um, I love the Lord with all my heart. I just need to break these uh, these bad choices in my life so much.
1: Well, I'm delighted to hear that now you have a personal relationship with God. Am I hearing that through Christ? Is that right? Yes.
4: Yes, Jesus is my Lord and Savior.
1: Perfect. Great. Well, he will be your source of strength. Um, there's a wonderful passage that says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. It's not I can do all things. It's I can do all things through Christ. When, because when you said that, yes, he is your Lord, Jesus is your Lord and Savior, when you received him, As your personal Lord and Savior, which, by the way, is essential. The Bible says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. The word Lord means master, ruler, owner. You give him ownership of your life. That means instead of you dictating how your life is going to go, you're literally allowing him to fulfill the purpose for which you were created. Well, when that took place, the Bible says it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. So he comes to indwell you, to be the power source for you for change. And I understand what it's like to respond um, in a way at times that isn't helping you, but that's what you grew up with, that's what you knew and um, the good news is God wants you to literally become the person he created you to be. And you can do this. We're going to yes, help ma'am. you, by the way. I'm going I'm to send you a, uh, something called Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. It's a gift for you. It's a devotional, a 31-day devotional, just two pages a day. But that's going to be helpful to you, because there he changes our thinking. I did not grow up with the Bible, but then when I saw authentic Christians, and I had a very dysfunctional you know painful upbringing, but I couldn't believe what I saw in people that I'd never seen it before, authentic Christianity and um these were people that were not weird. They weren't weirdos. They were they were students, and uh, I was a student, and I just had never seen. I, I didn't know anything about Christianity. I, I just thought it was um, uh, like going to church. Uh, I mean, I was even asked, "Are you a Christian?" I said, "Yes." Well what that meant was I wasn't Jewish. I mean, to me, I thought that's what they were asking. And so I didn't understand anything because I didn't have knowledge of the Bible at all until I got in a biblically-based church. And I didn't even realize the gift that that church was to me because I was exposed now to what I call the real thing. Um, And so I'm so happy for you, but I do know the transition, the changes I needed to make, because I had patterns of accepting abuse. I had patterns of not thinking in what I would call a quote-unquote healthy way, and I needed to change, and I had people who would say, June, why why do you think the way you do? And it's the only thing I knew. And uh, I... I needed to change. and And um, there were people, you know uh, <clears throat> i'm I'm just going to say this. Uh, it matters if you are in a biblically based church because the Bible says, Do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together, meaning the intent of the Lord is for you and me uh, to be in a a uh, I'm going to say a healthy a positive biblically based church that upholds the bible and presents the truth of God's word and and there are um let, let me ask are are you single or are you married
4: um, no, ma'am, I I'm with somebody.
1: Okay, you are with somebody. Okay. Yeah,
4: I mean, we're planning on getting married.
1: You you are planning or not? did you say you're not? Yeah, we are, we
4: are planning on getting married.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Well, this is my thought. Um, there is nothing like the kind of people that God wants to put into your life. The Bible says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person is to sharpen another. Uh, We are to be sharpeners and be sharpened by others. And it would be helpful if the two of you would be in a, a type of church that where you would have fellowship with others, and does that make sense?
4: It so does. It so does. And what so, what's so cool about this is, we've been looking up different churches, you know, here in the area where we live, and uh, trying to trying to find the right one. So that's just a confirmation to me that I do good. need to get into a good church.
1: Have well, a good, you know, yeah, there a good there will church, be definitely. right there there. For example, um, well, many years ago um, I after becoming a christian um, i I ended up um, eventually for twelve years teaching a singles class I, I, It was supposed to be for twelve weeks, uh, but it ended up being twelve years and it was just wonderful the way this we, it was a fairly large group, and there would be people who would come in. Also, in my home, I had a, a Bible study, um, and we would do books um, I'm talking about um, books of the Bible. But I always wanted to be sure to teach the practical living of life with that. And, uh, but I mean, there are some exceptional churches where they'll be biblically solid but to to go to what is called it can be called sunday school uh it can be called a bible study time but that's where the smaller group you get to know people and you have the opportunity to be the iron sharpening iron
5: We have an exciting opportunity to share with you to help bring light into one of the darkest areas of the country, into the lives of those in prison. Thanks to our generous supporters, we were recently able to send 6,000 of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to Rikers Island Prison in New York City. Rikers Island is home to 10,000 inmates and is known as one of the harshest prisons in the country. The prison chaplain told us that he was holding back tears because the inmates were so hungry and grateful to receive books filled with hope and truth. It was a direct answer to years of prayer, and the transformation was so great that they got a baptistry so that the inmates could be baptized. It's a truly remarkable story of hope, and it's all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash givehope.
6: June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. The Care and Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as Grief and Loss, Abuse and Trauma, Depression and Suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl.
0: You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver. We'll get back to our caller in just a moment. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd like to help you to get the right resources into your hands, or maybe they can uh, point to a resource online that we have free resources there. But uh, talk to them about what kind of information, what topics you would like to deal with, and they'll be able to help you with that. Uh, we do have our Keys for Living on Abuse Recovery called From Surviving to Thriving. That and so many other titles were available by calling customers customer support at 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If you would like to speak with June about something that's going on in your life on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, just give us a call. Here at eight hundred night seventeen, that's eight hundred N I G H T one seven. When you call, leave a detailed message, and we'll get back to you to talk to you about being on an upcoming hope in the night. See what questions you would have and how we can help you. So give us a call there at eight hundred night seventeen, eight hundred six four 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 eight one seven. Now back to our conversation with Lynn.
1: Well, Lynn, I'm. I think I want to send to you what Jeff just. mentioned and that is we have we call them keys um what that means is keys unlock doors and these are keys for living um dealing with whatever the topic is um in this case abuse recovery um the good news is he will confirm to you through the Spirit of of God, the Spirit, the, the Holy Spirit is, has a number of different names. Um, my favorite name for that's used in the Bible is the Spirit of Truth. He's the Spirit of Truth, and He will guide you into all truth. Because what you and I experienced when there's abuse. You don't know what's normal, and I didn't realize that my normal wasn't normal. I mean, I knew some things weren't normal for sure, but I um, didn't—you know, if you don't uh, have that which is um, the way God intends, you can believe that something is normal, certain behaviors are normal— in fact, how we are treated, we think that that's normal. Well, it m- may be our normal, but not what would be by God's design to be normal. Does that make sense?
4: Totally. Yes, because that's where I find myself right now. I I know that uh, I went for, from childhood all the way through with very extremely abusive um, situations. Mm-hmm. And, uh it seems like that's that's what i what i attract and what i go for and i uh, you know i accept things that if there's no way that i should accept them things because i'm a woman of god and um mm-hmm. uh, i just i I've, I've got low self-esteem problems and everything it's it's um it's a struggle it really is
1: hmm. well um I'm just thinking, um, uh, and maybe I could tell you about this later. But um, I'm, I'm teaching this series at a church for an hour and a half. Uh, like this coming, um, well, this coming Sunday from five thirty to to seven. It'll be on anxiety. And the next week will be on envy and jealousy. There's a a break in between there, a, a week. But I'm just thinking, there's. I'm going to be the last one I'm doing is on self worth. And I'll just invite you to come and be a part. It's it's free. And if you'd like to, uh, if you if you're interested, um, I can give you information. Would you like that,
4: Miss June? It would yes. be wonderful, and I would like to attend all of them because I, I just, I know knowledge is power, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm reaching out with everything in me to uh have a different life, to live different, to uh, walk the way the Lord wants me to walk, you know, and uh, which I know, I know in my heart that. If I, if I'm walking with Him the right way, because I have before, mm-hmm. my life is so amazing. I smile. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, the world's just a totally different place when, when my relationship with the Lord is where it should be. Um, and that's, that's where I'm trying to get back to. Okay. I, I'm, I had an abusive, beautiful, beautiful relationship with Him once, and uh, and it was incredible. I look back and I'm just like, Lord I need that again. but I know okay. for me I've changed something I've got to change a lot of things in my life to um, get to where I can have that relationship with Him again.
1: Well, it, what the typical thing is when there's been abuse is we the, uh, I'm going to use the word control. Um, for an abuser, control is the name of the game. Is, is that, do, do you agree with that?
4: Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs>
1: sure okay. is. And the problem is if we don't know that this is not right, or if we think we have no choice, and see, that's what I thought. I thought I had no choice because I didn't have a choice at, at, for certain things as a child. And that was true of you too, so I had to learn. Well, what is God's normal for me, not what my normal was? And um, I mean, I had friends who had to say, "June, you're thinking. um, Why do you think the way you you know?" And I, and I I wasn't really telling a lot about my background because I, I kind of had difficulty getting it out. And um, it took me years, actually, to tell the truth about what had happened. And now I see, you know, people have said, June, you, you need to, you must speak up. You've got to share, or people, they can think, well, you wouldn't understand trials and hardship and all these things um but um anyway i i see the value in you sharing because i know what happened once i became strong enough to to share and i say strong enough meaning um even to get words even to form the the, the, the language was hard um and uh, there was a lot of shame and things of that nature but the point is I'm, I'm proud of you because I can sense you have a hunger for yes. what God wants for your life. I sure And it does make a difference. The kind of church fellowship you're in and the people that are in your life. So, um, we can talk about that later. And, uh, uh, Tom and Jeff can make sure that you know where I will be uh, this next um, Sunday. In fact, I will be. Let me see. Uh, af- after that Sunday, on this Sunday, on uh, on anxiety, when I'm teaching, I actually will have been asked to speak for several Sundays uh, at, for singles class. And if that's during the morning, it's like a, at nine fifteen in the morning. If you wanted to come to that too, you know, you you just we'll let you know what I'll be doing. And the issue is for you to um, absorb the truth. And the Lord, that's His plan. Jesus is the one who said, "The truth set you free." And there are times when we grew up without the truth. Uh, my dad said Christianity's a crutch. Um, he said, I'm not a Christian. I don't have to go by Christian ethics. And he didn't. Uh, so there were a lot of women in his life. And, you know, I I, I, I had no power to change him. I, You know, I, I'm, he was even... Double my, mo- my mother's age, and so, uh, and, and, and a dictator. But I think your situation was worse than mine, because of I I I know when a person experiences DID, that's dissociative identity disorder. And by the way, I have several wonderful friends who are DID, and they, I mean, it. it um, that means the severity of the abuse from age seven and younger that has to start then. But um, I'm very, I'm very knowledgeable and I am, I'm not DID, but I do know that world. And uh, you can, over time, there can be integration of the parts and uh, we could, talk about that if if you'd like but let me make sure um i want to find out when you called what what were you hoping to uh, to experience or to learn or to to gain from us talking together
4: well miss june i listened to your program and i can see i can hear and feel how you um, help a lot of different people just by speaking with them and and um, your words, you know, I, I can tell the Holy Spirit is speaking through you. And uh, I just, I need to change. And I think that I really wanted to reach out to you because of your programs they are amazing.
1: Thank you. Um, that is very touching, and uh, we want to help you. And by the way, there are many people that have gone through great challenges in life, and it's wonderful when you see them begin to grow and grow, and it's uh, it's really thrilling. And um, I'm so I'm actually excited for you because Hi. I know what can take place, and I want that for you. And so we'll. Um, like for example, um, when I mentioned about control being the name of the game uh, for those who are abusive, and you know, you immediately responded. Um, do you have difficulty um, setting boundaries? I
4: I'm allergic to that, and I feel like. Uh I set up boundaries but then I just I just give them you know and uh I think well I deserve this or you know I could always get somebody worse or you know I always I always make
1: up
4: excuses hmm yeah well I feel I really good boundaries absolutely
1: okay well um maybe when we come back we'll even talk about that for a few moments because I think that's a key element that you need to have, I started to say in your back pocket, but it needs to be in the front pocket and the side pocket and boundaries are, are right for you.
2: Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is on me to proclaim good news to the poor and to proclaim freedom for prisoners. The Lord came to set captives free and he calls us to do the same. Hope for the Heart has an exciting opportunity to help bring the light of God's word into the lives of those in prison. Thanks to our generous supporters, we were recently able to send 6,000 of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to Rikers Island prison in New York City. The prison chaplain told us the whole atmosphere changed with the inmates because light was finally coming into the darkness. The supply of resources was a direct answer to years of prayer and many inmates have given their lives to the Lord. It's a truly remarkable story of hope, and it's all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash hope.
7: As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800 seventeen. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now. 800-644-4817. 800 4817
0: You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth. For today's problems, we exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support, and we thank you. If you have questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 Keys for Living that are sure to address any situation you might be going through in your life. Or maybe as you help someone else, you can be able to provide some information for them, resources from our ministry. So call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. And that's anytime Monday through Friday, eight to five central time, they'll help you access those resources. I want to recommend a couple of our keys for living called Abuse Recovery, From Surviving to Thriving. Also, we mentioned boundaries. That's called How to Set Them, How to Keep Them. Those and many titles are available at customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If you'd like to look and uh, kind of take your time looking for our resources, see what titles there would be available, just go to hopefortheheart.org slash store. Our new updated Keys for Living are there, and uh, new titles being added to that monthly as uh, updates to our uh, biblical Biblical Counseling Keys that we have And also our Lifeline to Hope online Training is there, as well as June's Many biblical resources and music CDs It's at org Slash store Getting back now to our conversation with Lynn
1: well, Lynn, I'm going to ask At times Do you feel that You've caved in to Manipulation? Um, yes,
4: ma'am I, I definitely um cave into manipulation. I also uh you know, um I'm used to being in really controlling relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, where they're you know, they basically dictate sometimes you're gonna go into the it feels like even going to the bathroom or anything. Because every little thing I've got to answer to. And uh mm-hmm. it sucks, it hurts. I'm 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 sick of living like this. Um I, I Change begins with me, and I'm
1: ready. <laughs> well, I can promise you um, firsthand that you can change. Um, I had great difficulty as uh, an adult. I would cave into manipulation. I didn't even know. Um, I, you know, I didn't know what was normal and uh, our family was not normal so uh i can this is where um i even wrote what is we call our keys on the topic of manipulation and uh, there wasn't a book on it i looked we tried to find a book there wasn't a a christian book or a secular book on what do you do if so, if if you're being manipulated, and so I remember, I I wrote the keys uh, again. We have about a hundred topics, and um, I, but that that would that was more my story. I mean, meaning that was my situation, and I know what it's like to give in. I mean, I honestly didn't even know that I had the right to say no, and you know there are a lot of people who don't understand that. But I know you do. I know I did, and I can just promise you, um, it, it, it's small steps, but it becomes it, it's an understanding of what to do. You do have a right to have a, quote-unquote, "boundary. Um, God had boundaries for Adam and Eve. Um, he told them only one thing not to do. And he he was going. He provided all their care, uh, food, everything for them, and told them one thing not to do: don't eat from this tree. Well, what did they do? They ate. <laughs> <laughs> they ate from that tree, and therefore there was a repercussion. But the boundary. Um, when when you think about a boundary it's typically like here's a line now countries have boundaries and they're supposed to have boundaries um i'm not trying to be political here i'm just but a, a boundary is an established limit a line that should not be crossed the very first of god's 10 commandments says you shall have no other gods before me well that's a marked in other words therefore anything that would uh, be against what god is for um, we need to have boundaries in our lives and i remember my dad there was a point at which he forbid all of us going to church but we didn't know you know and my mom didn't like it, but she didn't feel she had a choice. So I think you understand what I'm saying, don't you? Sure do.
4: <laughs> okay. In so many ways.
1: Yes. Yeah. So the point is, we look at the Ten Commandments. Now that they're just ten, like especially important values, truths, and. To look at those, um, you shall have no other gods before me. Well, the truth is, um, we can let another person take the place that God alone should have. We can let another person, in essence, be our God by giving that person total control, where instead it should be that we're giving. The one who created us, the one who has a plan and purpose for us, uh, the one. In fact, I say that because one of my most favorite scriptures is uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, where the Lord says, "I know the plans I have for you." Now, I want you to personalize this. This is He says this to you. I know the plans I have for you. This is the Lord speaking. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So when you yield your will to his will, it is not like, oh, I've got to do these horrible things. God wants me to go through horrible, horrible things. That is, he says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you. And that doesn't mean, it's not a financial thing. It is a state of, of literally becoming the person God created you to be. And you can't be any more fulfilled than to have that experience in your life, where more and more you sin less and less, in fact, I'll, let me tell you the highest purpose for you. Do you have any idea what God's highest purpose would be for you? Oh,
4: no, ma'am.
1: Okay. A lot of people, they, they even call. They say, I don't know God's purpose. And they'll verbalize that. Well, I'm going to tell you. In the Bible, in Romans eight twenty nine. There is a very significant passage. And the words that we need to take to heart is that we are predestined. The word predestined is used. God has already figured out. He's already predestined you to be conformed to the image of his son, that would be Jesus. He has predestined you you to be conformed to the character of Christ. So, where you are now, you're going to see that God's going to continue to change you. And he, listen, this is the neat part, he is going to be doing the change. It's not you trying to figure out what to do. Again, the scripture says that you are predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son. You're predestined to be conformed to the character of Christ. Predestined means that he has figured out how to work in your life so that more and more you will send less and less, more and more, you will be conformed to Christ's likeness. Isn't that fantastic? Uh,
4: yes, yes, it is.
1: What and that I'm, means? I, yeah, I, I'm wanting you to understand. You're not doing it by yourself. It's not you just. Well, I've got to be a better person. I, you know, it. It's He has figured out what you're going to become. And all you need to do is cooperate so that let's say, okay, now you and I, we, I didn't even know you have this person in your life. But if, for, for example, and I'm not against this man, I'm just saying if there is something that is not right in God's sight, then it needs to be what God would say. And where more and more, you're going to say, no, I, this is what I need to do. And, and the wonderful thing, you have Christ in you. The Bible says it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. So, my friend, I want you to see that he empowers you to say no to people. So that you can say yes to God. Not say no to all people. But there will be people in your life. Just like people in my life. Where I know that what they are wanting me to do is not right. Over the years, there were a number of things. And I, you know, when you and I are not used to having boundaries... Uh, it's hard to say no because many times there was a severe punishment, right
4: yes ma'am it sure was you're you're so you're hitting it right. I mean, you know exactly the way that I feel, uh-huh. and uh the abuse that I went through was was tragic and uh i just I appreciate being on this program so much and and I just hope you know what. I hope my story can help other people. It will. I just. It will. Yes.
1: Well, in fact, would you like for us to talk again? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, we'll we'll work that out, because I think even your story could be a blessing to others, because there's something that changed. You you did as you said most of your life you know you didn't believe in in God you said for many years so there was a change and God was reaching out to you and as you discovered yes um, yes he was reaching out to you but the thing is we can have patterns the pattern I I struggled with a pattern of wrongly giving in to people. And I had to learn that there's a wonderful scripture in Galatians 1.10. Am I now trying to win the approval of people or God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be the servant of Christ. So I had to learn at times I need to say no to people so that I can say yes to God. And you will be able to do that.
0: We will send our keys for living on abuse recovery called Survi- From Surviving to Thriving. We'll send that out to tonight's caller, and we do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. You enable that. We thank you, and if you'd like to give to keep this uh, these uh, resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate, and we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.